Hi there, I'm Keith Cauley and this is Thrive, a Bridgestone America's podcast where we explore our company through compelling conversations with teammates across our organization. Creating a culture where our teammates are free to be their authentic selves at work continues to be a driving focus for us at Bridgestone. As noted before, if you've joined the podcast, our employee resource groups, or ERGs, are primary engagement points for those efforts. Today, we continue our ERG profiles with Be Bold, an employee resource group for the Black and African-American teammates and their allies here at Bridgestone. We'll hear from two of Be Bold's leaders, Christy Offit, Senior Counsel for Labor and Employment, and Don Frost, Senior Project Manager on our HR team, about the group's growth, its strategic focus on engagement, building community, and with it being February as we're recording this, some of the activities they've been offering during Black History Month. We hope you enjoy this conversation. All right. Well, we are joined by Don Frost and Christy Offit. Uh, they are both members leadership positions in our employee resource group, Be Bold, which is uh, helping reach out and engage our African-American black employee base and allies at Bridgestone Americas. Part of an ongoing series of talking to our ERGs uh, about what they are looking to do at Bridgestone, how they are making an impact inside and outside of our walls, and also find out more about what they're doing and how people can have some fun with you. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So let's start with, I guess, a little background for each of you just to learn where you're coming from, how you got to Bridgestone, what you're doing at Bridgestone. So Don, let's start with with you. What's your role? What do you do every day? And how did you get here? Well, so I'm Don Frost, a senior project manager of Total Rewards. I support the organization by leading organization projects with benefits, uh, compensations, and sometimes the M&A activity. So I've been with Bridgestone about Two and a half, three years. I uh, started off in a contractor space. Um, had a good opportunity to get my feet wet with a few of the implementations that we had on the time, and then really decided I wanted to make Bridgestone my home and started talking to some of my land, my leaders and um, mentors about how I can convert over to Bridgestone, and was able to make that transition and been with Be Bold ever since. So you've got a little taste of Bridgestone, got to see what you might be getting into. So the preview before the full dive. So that's that's good to know. Oh, yeah. I tested the water. The water felt great. And so I decided <laughs> to dive right on in. A nice <laughs> summer day, indeed. Christy, what about you? I did not have a preview. <laughs> I, uh... Coming in blind. All right. No, I, was, uh, I was living in Atlanta and working at a law firm. So I am a senior counsel labor employment. So I work in the legal department and was doing that for a law firm when a friend of mine who worked for Bridgestone called and asked if I'd thought I might be interested in a role. And so, and I was. And so moved to Nashville in about 2017. So I've been with the company for four and a half years, working only in employment law. So much of what I do every day is supporting our HR business partners and leadership for various functions and overseeing litigation for claims and hopefully preventing claims for the company couple of high-touch jobs that I think a lot of people are interested in these things. Don's like, I work on compensation, and I already see the questions lining up to figure out more. But both leadership members of Be Bold, and that's what we're here to talk about a little bit today, I guess, for each of you, how did you get introduced to Be Bold, or how did you come across it and, and become involved with it, knowing that all of our ERGs are still relatively young and growing at Bridgestone? But uh, Christy, where did you first engage? So I don't know. I think it started in 2019. So it definitely was not in place when I came to the company in 2017. So I think it began in 2019. 
I think I joined as part, there was like a job fair or something at Bridgestone. So they were recruiting people to sign up and I signed up. And I'll say I became involved very slowly. I did not, as Don says, dive right in. So I provided maybe some legal advice to the then president for events and things that she was planning and engaged in some events just as schedules permitted. And then was given a gentle nudge to join the leadership team in 2021. And that's been fantastic. So I get to lead the community engagement committee. Yeah, a gentle nudge and you're into the pool. That's, that's how it that's goes, exactly right? right? Sometimes balance and gravity <laughs> works works for us. I know. Sounds like summertime <laughs> in Florida, right? <laughs> what about you, Don? So my experience is a little bit different from Christie's. Bebo was already established when I joined Bridgestone. And for me, it was about just expanding my opportunity to meet more teammates, uh, do a little bit of networking, get into that mentoring, that sponsorship. But really for me, it was volunteering. Volunteering is something that I've always done in my personal life. Servant leadership is one of the things I want to push out there as a project manager. And so I volunteered. I probably sent a few emails like, hey, what do you need? I'm not sure what the skill set that you need for a project manager, but I can open doors. I can carry stuff. Just how can I be involved to kind of support what's happening with Be Bold and the ERGs? It was my first experience with being in a company that had an ERG. And so I was trying to figure out different ways I can be involved. I think I wanted to talk a little bit about that as we go, because I know everybody has different experiences at different workplaces. We talked about the ERGs, in the most part, being relatively young at Bridgestone, but you did not work at a place before that had an employee group like this or this nature. That was my first opportunity seeing this here at Bridgestone. And so at my previous employer, we didn't have ERGs. And I think it was where I actually got introduced to the term at Bridgestone Employee Resource Group. At your previous stops or any of them, did they have any kind of resource groups of this nature? Yeah, it was a little bit different. So law firms are just a little bit different. But my law firm in Atlanta had a group, I think it was OD Bar, but it was really more inward facing than this group. There wasn't like a lot of community involvement. It was almost strictly about professional development and networking within the firm. So this is seems like a much broader use of an ERG than I've seen previously. Yeah, and that's kind of uh, each of the ERGs has their own objective. We've talked to Be Proud. We've talked to Be Unidos on the last season. Some of those are, are you know, Be Unidos in particular, there's geographical boundaries that they're trying to, you know, bridge those divides. For Be Bold, what is it from an objective standpoint that you all are looking? Uh, we've heard a little bit of it, community, networking, but I guess as the group lays out its objectives, Don, what would you say the focus is? So high level, if I think I want to lead out with that one is raising our visibility and value. Uh, one thing that I've learned about Bridgestone is like how diverse and how big it is. If everyone knows when you enter in at the tower, you go through Eddie, right? Through onboarding. And Eddie's onboarding opportunity was one thing that opened me up to Bridgestone because I really work in HR, right? This is the place that I work at and this is the place that I service our teammates. However, we have multiple sides of the business that I didn't know exist. So I got introduced to some of the manufacturing plants and also get into BSRO. And so that's kind of a lot of our, our conversation now is raising our visibility and value as we look as we expand open to BSRO. I've met so many talented teammates that literally blow my socks off every single time that we have a conversation about technologies that they're using in their space, processes that they're using in their space, or their own personal items that they do um, on their downtime that are really benefits for us um, here at Bridgestone. So I think some of the motive for Be Bold is actually to raise our visibility to those teammates and then also help retain those teammates to help increase that value and see how can we support those teammates that we already have inside the business and help them increase their visibility. Eddie Chaffin, a Bridgestone onboarding legend for those who have joined the company in the last few years. He is the touch point, the energy that welcomes you in the door for sure. How did Don do on the on the description of, of objectives? I, I think he nailed it. 
I think uh, <laughs> the only thing I would add is that, I mean, given how long we've been around, we've kind of developed some pillars that we also like to work mm-hmm. in, which achieve just the goals that Don described. But we kind of laid them out a little bit differently. So community engagement, teammate development, and cultural engagement. Cultural engagement as well. So uh, definitely those are three pillars that we act on in Bridgestone. And definitely with Be Bold, it really gives us our structure to have our own community leaderships and also build within to give, again, that visibility to internal teammates to get that first opportunity in a leadership position. For example, um, an opportunity with Be Bold, I think my first real chance to get in a leadership position here at Bridgestone is partnering with the early voting campaign that we had from a previous in 2021. And so an opportunity to engage with leaders that I normally wouldn't work with outside of um, HR is definitely get an opportunity to um, lead uh, with Be Bold. And so some of that was about that cross-industry networking. Yeah. And I know we've talked to some of the others, you know, when it is an employee resource group, particularly for a minority group, to be able to have that group, the community that is built so that you can, when you enter a company, right, go and meet new people and have that kind of structure or the engaged activities. How important for each of you is it to have a community like this involved at the place that you work to go and engage others that are, whether similar passion, similar like-minded approach to internal networking, to external community engagement and share? all of that together. Really important from my perspective. And I think, as I understand it, I wasn't on the initial committee that formed to be bold, but I think that was one of the two primary goals was building a sense of community at Bridgestone. I think uh, we can all get kind of siloed in our work. And so you don't necessarily get to meet all the incredible people who are at Bridgestone. And so it's a really great way to bring together people from different functions who may not ordinarily meet either inside the company for company events or even outside the company for be bold sponsored events, or just sometimes people meet and just kind of (laughs) become friends and plan events outside of be bold. Uh, So I, I think it's, it gives you a sense of kind of belonging at the company. And I think kind of helps keep us a little bit tethered to the company as well. I think that's building a community is, is really important in that sense. Yeah, I definitely liked um, how you uh, gave that information out there. Um, when I first got involved with Be Bold is really looking at from a technology standpoint, I got on LinkedIn and I was like, okay, who all, who works at Bridgestone? Who do I need to know at Bridgestone? And so that's when I ran this to uh, Kendrick Robinson, right? And so I was like, oh, Kendrick's lightening up all An- over LinkedIn. Another Bridgestone like, legend in yeah. the corporate office of HR and, and engagement, yes. Yeah, I was like, I want to copy his page. I want to <laughs> figure out how to make sure that I can present myself in this way. And so reaching out to Kendrick and a place of confidence where I can ask different questions and then figure out who else in the company that I can engage with as well. And that more important piece, again, is about our allies also, right? So getting engaged with other teammates, um, it kind of gets cliche. It's not always what you know, but who you know, but also being in involved in that space with partners who tell, you know, these are some other people that I can connect with if I have questions, because, you know, you're always trying to grow in a company with that mentor and then that sponsorship. And so getting involved with Be Bold helped me connect those dots the same way the kind of LinkedIn works, right? It's just an infrastructure or a network to connect a a bunch of different people to a a different commonalities. And you talk about that, the network and the the influence of helping open doors for each other, for others, that sphere of influence and it's important to have allies, number one, but also the executive sponsors who are, you know, passionate allies as well. And so a lot of this focus in the last year, two years at Bridgestone has been on an increased focus investment structure around diversity, equity, and inclusion led by Paolo, you know, Ferrari, our CEO. I know Nazar Trigi as well is uh, one of the executive sponsors. Sponsors of, of our DEI Workstream, which is now launching into a DEI uh, Center of Excellence uh, in January of this year. And so, I guess from, from each of your perspective and your time at Bridgestone, 
what have you seen or what has been your perspective of how the company has approached these topics, these what have become obviously more frontline conversations over the last two years? And how have you seen the company, I guess, address it and evolve? Since I've been here having, I feel like an old timer at this point, it's a <laughs> four and a half years. Compared to the youngster, <laughs> the, you know, down, the yes. kids here. Um, I, to me, it's grown exponentially, just the investments and the conversations around it at a high level in the company. So as you said, Paolo is incredibly invested and he talks about it very openly and very freely. And I think that's built a lot of trust with teammates from what I can tell. I think we're such a large company. <laughs> I think sometimes we don't always have visibility into what we're doing in DE&I or what Ebony's office was doing or something. And so I think that was really a, an important piece about the um, year-end report coming out. Uh, it kind of provided transparency and kind of level set on kind of what we're doing and the expectations going forward and just how invested our leadership has been. So that's just been incredible. I mean, it, we've come so far since 2017 when I first started, we didn't even have a lot of ERG groups. So I think, in my opinion, that's made people more comfortable having these conversations or flagging issues that they may not have felt comfortable flagging before. And they you know that there's support and there's certainly buy-in from the leadership level. So I, to me, it's just been incredible. Have you experienced something similar? Yeah, I think it's been a little bit of a transition for me and not real drastic, but also just impressive. One of the way I look at it is we really looked at a lot of data when I was joining Bridgestone. I think we were when I was joining the company, it was a lot of surveys and information coming out. And we know how we want to definitely make some data-driven decisions to make sure that we're moving forward effectively using the information. But however, when Paulo seems to illustrate this for us in Bridgestone, and we talk a lot about Agile, I mean, what I see from it is our relentless improvement, meaning that we continue to push forward rapidly and it's a mindset thing and then looking at who our actually true customers are, right? Which is our teammates and how we continue to deliver the value to our teammates and are we constantly trying to deliver value to our teammates? And so that's where I see majority of the changes now It's in large effort and push to make sure that we're continually driving this value for our teammates and our teammate experience so we can actually retain our teammates here at Bridgestone. Yeah. And Christy mentioned Ebony, who's Ebony Davis Ifabu, who we talked to in the first season. Uh, we're, we're diving into our vault here back in, in season one of the Thrive podcast. But that was part of that conversation with her and, and Cameron Ayler was the ability to build a culture where people felt comfortable having those conversations, right? So I, I guess it's nice to hear that maybe that there is some engagement in that area as we grow. I think, has it been a, a different way then of approaching as you've been in Be Bold? Do you see that network of members and allies growing? Have you changed the way that you approach engagement or kind of asking and, and inviting people to come and, and be a part of the, the group? Yeah, I, I, t I tend to think of this a lot. You know, we've definitely been involved in a pandemic throughout the 18 months and continue. That's been its own challenge. <laughs> you know, continue that's, that's to work through that. Yes. However, <laughs> it's gave, given me different ways to connect with teammates that I didn't normally connect with. Because uh, being hosted at the Tower, I even give an uh, example with Christy and I, right? I would see Christy, right? I work on 31, but, you know, I think um, legal law was on 29. Mm -hmm. But that's just a rare place for me to go to, right? <laughs> and so, but throughout the pandemic and looking at We Way Through Gate, Be Bold is looking at We Engage Differently is, I mean, using the tools that are available to us. I mean, Microsoft Teams, the ability to uh, listen to some of the training that I got from my manager, Molly Coley, is our curiosity coffees, uh, things that we do as a group. 10 minutes, just put it out there on someone's calendar 
on uh, Microsoft Teams. Just get a chance to meet someone on a different part of the industry, uh, someone that you haven't worked with before. Shoot them a quick note and have a quick chat. And so I think that's made a big push for us and be bold. Um, I've been able to connect with other teammates um, like uh, Peter Gay, right? She's from um, Jamaica, right? And so um, that speaks a lot to my culture. It speaks a lot to where I'm from in Florida. And so I never had opportunity to meet Peter Gay, but during the pandemic, engaging through Microsoft Teams, she participated in one of our caring conversations that we had in 2021. And I was like, this is my new best friend. (laughs) And I try not to bother all the time at work, but I just want to call her all the time now. I put 10-minute coffees on our calendar. It's not coffee time. It may be 3 o'clock, <laughs> but I just want to engage with my teammates a lot more, and I found a way to use the technology to be able to do that, and I wouldn't be able to do that as much before sometimes in a tower just because I probably wouldn't have bumped into um, her and on the elevator somewhere. To follow up on what Don said, I've been really impressed with the engagement in Bebold this year, and I think that's a big tribute to Don and Latrice and their work and how they coordinated events. And I, I don't know that we'll stay hybrid forever. But just having the flexibility for people to join online or the rare times that we have had in-person events, I think has allowed more people to join with their schedules. But I also think just the increased investment in DEI has made people maybe more comfortable kind of joining events, even if they're not BeBold members. I've been really impressed with the diversity of the people who come to our events. It's not just BeBold members. It's lots of people feel comfortable supporting or just engaging, or maybe they're just curious about the event. Uh, So I think that's been really cool. But also the engagement across other ERGs has been great as well. Sometimes we'll have a need. Like one of our community partners will reach out to us and say, hey, we need something at this particular high school. We need, do you have any Spanish speakers? And Don connected me with someone in Unidos, and they were like, absolutely, we'll be right there. Tell us what you need, which has just been incredible. A phenomenal community. Yeah, I would love to piggyback on that. That is a good conversation. I forgot about that a bit, about how we've looked at how to engage with our partners and other ERGs and looking at those likenesses and ultimate goals that are pretty much the same that we have out of each ERG sometimes. And to look at how we can partner so B Unidos was a huge partner for us this year in 2021. Definitely looking to partner with B Win in 2022, and just looking at ways to how we can connect with everyone. But I definitely agree. We had a lot more teammates join um, town halls, virtual events. I participated in Spanglish with B Unidos. Um, I went to How to Be an Ally with B Next Gen and B Be Proud, and it was easy for me to be there when I didn't have to transition on the elevator. I know you remember <laughs> elevator traffic, right? But again, yeah, I think really impressed about the engagement, and then looking at where we're going in 2022. Very interesting stuff to come. Well, and let's talk about that. I mean, we're we're in 2022 right now, right? So February is Black History Month. So a big month of activity for Be Bold, I know, as an employee resource group. Coming off, I think we touched on it briefly, but in January, there's the official formation of the DEI Center of Excellence that Ebony is leading. We also issued our first ever, what will become an annual, I guess it's inaugural, right, is the right term, but DEI annual report for Bridgestone Americas. So, Chris, you, you talked about it before. It's it's the steps, right? It's the recognizing the journey that lies ahead. We we talked about with Ebony and Cam that we can recognize that we're nowhere close to being what we aspire to be, but we're seeing some of these things come together. And so I guess as you build off that momentum now for Black History Month, what's going on with the group? And then what are you excited about beyond in, in 2022? Yeah, so an incredible start to the year, uh, to your point, for reasons we've already talked about, just the transparency and just kind of continuing to build trust around these issues with teammates. The NLC uh, event, so BSRO, of course, is launching its own Be Bold chapter, which has just been incredible. So I think Be Bold has had a presence at 
the last two NLCs, I believe that's right. So just kind of building momentum there and continuing that momentum, which was great. NLC was a cool way to look at how we can engage our broader audience. So we'll be doing that again in February. So again, I guess piggybacking on um, Black History Month, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be continuing some of our our themes from our Be Bold Town Hall. So those of you who had the opportunity to attend, uh, we really looked at wellness and wealth. And so we want to kind of engage with our communities that way. At the time that this airs, we've already had some opportunities to get involved with uh, some of these recruiting efforts that we're working with our HBCUs and also our National Society of Black Engineers, NSBE, right? So we're partnering with our partners in manufacturing to share more information with our colleges and universities or in our area to give more insight about Bridgestone, uh, let them know that they have opportunities for diverse candidates, and also re-engage with our leaders and to give them actually a platformable pool to also engage with other candidates. I went to HBCU before I went to Tennessee Tech, so I went to FAMU, a Florida A&M University, and then I went to Tennessee Tech. And so I can be that bridge builder to that university and also support that with Bridgestone, right, to make that connection with that group. So one way throughout the Black History Month, we'll be looking at retention efforts, touching base on financial wellness. Um, Our partners at Fidelity will be back with us again, right, showing us um, a lot of tools that are available for not only just be bold teammates, but our allies, right? And also our Bridgestone teammates, right? It's one of those interesting pieces as uh, you learn and grow about finances, right? And um, <laughs> Real you, adulting over here. You yeah. know, right? I stayed up last night and watched, uh, what was it? Netflix Explained on Retirement. Oh. Uh, and that scary? Ahead of the game. <laughs> okay. It was scary. And so, again, um, actually, it wasn't last night, but it's how I got the... Uh, thinking about what we can do for our members. And so I reached out to Craig from Fidelity, and I'm like, we need to learn more about that Fidelity tool. Uh, we need to be focused on retirement because apparently I need a lot of money, right? <laughs> and But, you know, it's also expressing to our teammates about the benefits that we have here at Bridgestone, right? You know, you need to be involved into your 401k and, you know, what tools are available for you. So we want to share that as well. So a lot of that is going on for Black History Month. You'll see more events for us connecting with B-Win in the mentorship space. So we'll have a mentorship series going on. Additional opportunities for us to engage, uh, really for us. I know we mentioned a little bit earlier with the pandemic. Hopefully we can look at ways that we can find some hybrid engagement throughout Black History Month. So stay on the look for more updates. And if I didn't miss anything, Christy, definitely <laughs> let me know. But uh, Just all can... the community partners you left out, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's been she's been taking notes over here. She's like, I got a lot just, to correct you know, this guy on. A whole yeah. page. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, think, I think it's mostly partners. I think you pretty much covered the calendar. But we do I think we want to have some variety with the partners that, with which we engage. So we've partnered with Southern Poetry. Southern, Southern Word. Word, sorry. Uh, the poetry organization. She was waiting to get the partners out there, so it was just on the tip of the tongue. Well, to be fair, I was going to say Southern V because I'm plant-based and I was thinking right. about food, but I'm with you. We'll get there. We'll, we'll make it. Uh, so I think, you know, for 2022, we want to find some different partners. So we're uh, engaging with the National Museum of African American Music to have hopefully in-person events uh, this month, if not later in the year. And the Nashville Food Project, which is just a really cool organization that we hope to get our members involved with. So just finding ways that our teammates can leverage their 
our kind of talents and interests in the community and kind of broaden our brand out in the community and hopefully develop our teammates in the process. Yeah. Well, and just to touch for some of our listeners who may not be familiar, NLC is National Leadership Conference, and that is through Bridgestone Retail, who we've we've talked to a little bit before, but that's their big annual conference for all their store managers and leadership levels uh, going up above store managers to get, you know, the kickoff to the year and, and to Don's point, engage with the different areas of the business that they might not otherwise have access to. I think you've touched on it a couple of times, but just for people who want to learn more, people who are interested in connecting, what are the easiest ways and the different ways for them to do that? Either Call way. Christy all the time. No. Like, reach out to Don. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, multiple ways. One way I like to engage, and I know everyone engages differently, if you go out to the bridge, we have our own page on Be Bold. You can go out there. There's a button right on the right-hand side of that column that shows you how to join. And so you can click that link, fill out a quick form for us, look at ways that you want to engage. You can instantly get involved for us there. We use the announcements on the Be Bold page. So if you look on there, that first section in the drop-down, we'll get our latest and greatest community partner opportunity that we have out there. If we have an internal opportunity for mentorship or just any ways that we want to look to anyone to engage, that Be Bold page will be the first point of contact. Of course, you can email us at bebold at befusa.com. I think I've got that right. BFUSA, right? Any other parts that we need to connect with people on or locations? No. Who's leading membership right now? Lynn Knox. Okay. So Lynn if you Knox. can reach out okay. to Lynn Knox, uh, she will be leading the membership. And actually, by the time this airs, we'll actually have a, uh, a membership drive in January. So probably you were in that membership drive and now you're a member <laughs> now. And so we're glad that you're here with us in February. And we're happy for people to email. We can help connect as well. Thrivepodcast at BFUSA.com. <laughs> Our producers, Clark and Katie, will be happy for me to throw out that email address as well. But we're happy to make the connections to either of you or any of the leadership. Exciting to hear the expansion to Bridgestone Retail Operations, getting the Be Bold chapter going out. That's uh, part of the growth. And looking to see what happens in the future as we continue down the journey. But Don, thank you so much for the time. Christy, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure to talk to you both. Thank you so much, thank Keith. You for Well, the growth and impact of our employee resource groups like Be Bold is highlighted in Bridgestone's Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Annual Report, which was, as noted, published in January. The report offers a very transparent look at the work we're doing across the company to build a better Bridgestone for all of our teammates, as well as the work that we still have left to do. You can find it and take a look for yourself. Just go to BridgestoneAmericas.com. If you like this conversation, be sure to check out some of our other podcast episodes wherever it is you like to listen. While there, you can give us a rating or a review. You can also watch some of our episodes via the Bridgestone Americas YouTube page. Just go to youtube.com slash Bridgestone Americas, or you can type Bridgestone Americas into the YouTube search bar. And of course, as always, you can reach us via email. Just send us a note at thrivepodcast.com at bfusa.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Keith Cauley telling you to keep on keeping on. And remember that at Bridgestone, today, tomorrow, together, we thrive. Be good, everybody.